What's going on, everyone? Welcome to episode 64 of High Top Flip Flops. As always, it is Chris, aka Chris, aka not Chris, aka Bash Me Outside because on a fight I just get beat up, aka Little Poopy Dirt, aka Dr. Do Too Little, aka it's not me, it's not you. We're just going through a tough time right now. And as always, I'm here with Navek. It's Navek, aka Navape, aka Mr. Run Up on Your Girl, Say Hello, then Run Away, aka the Tamil Tyrese, aka Tukak Shapur, aka Lil Couch. And you know what? We have a uh, fantastic <laughs> guest here today. <laughs> today with us, we have an all-around fantastic human being who also happens to write some songs, who also happens to, to play a couple of instruments, who also happens to write some poetry, named Joe Nieno. Thank you so much for joining us. Of course. Thanks for coming to my house. <laughs> of course. Thank you for hosting us in this beautiful place, man. Um, I feel like most of the conversations that we hold with people, when when we're lucky enough to do in their homes, um, they often spend their time kind of being like yeah this place is kind of shithole but <laughs> this is not only a really beautiful place but you're also quite fond of it as well i'm so stoked it's like a dream house i yeah. spent a good portion of my life living in shitholes so it's okay. pretty good to be yeah to finally have a, a place that is your own yeah. um jonah do you have any aka's that you uh, care to drop um, on us my uh, uh, a lot of people call me joe in my family oh Joe. Like J O, I think. Okay. My middle name is Ray. Ooh. So my grandparents sometimes call me Jonah Ray. Oh, year. That's a beautiful one. Yeah, for sure. Year. <laughs> Other than that, though, people mostly just call me by just my Just call name. you Jonah. And I think I only refer to myself as myself. Okay. That's fair. Yeah. We never yeah. refer to ourselves as, as any of those AKAs no, no, ever. For sure. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we just need to make that clear for the people as well. You know, we're uh, we're not that conceited. Okay. I think, I think, I think, I think. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Hey, I'm uh, Dr. Do Too Little. What's your name? Yeah. Sometimes <laughs> the cops call me Tamil Tyrese. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they don't want to say my old name. That's right. They're too afraid. Um, but Jonah, thank you again for joining us. Um, we've had the pleasure of kind of slowly getting to know you over the past couple of years. Um, and uh, my introduction to you is through a, a mutual friend of all of ours, uh, Tyler J. Santos, oh, yeah. um, who has, has been on the show. He's alumni on the show here um, and is also doing a uh, wonderful things and um and we're excited to, to not only talk to you about your music uh, and your poetry and, and your upbringing um but you know just your your kind of thought process behind a lot of your work the intentions and and you know where your your mind is at uh because uh we know that you're uh you're an intelligent and a, and a reflective lad <laughs> and uh yeah we uh we've been excited to do this for a while um to uh to kind of begin i think um something that we always care to highlight is that um, oftentimes we have guests who have um, who we record with in the city, um, who have been in the city for a while, um, and oftentimes are, are products of the city. They're people who've lived here throughout the course of their lives, um, which is not necessarily the case for you. Um, you came to Toronto around 2016, is yeah. that fair to say? Yeah. Um, where was it that, that you were coming from? Uh, Vancouver. Vancouver, yeah. okay. Yeah. And is that where you had spent majority of your life prior to coming to Toronto? Yeah, 100%. So I uh, moved there when I was four. Um, lived in like a, like the suburbs till I was 18 pretty much. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. And what, uh, and what brought you here? What was, what was kind of a catalyst for, for bringing you to Toronto? Um, ultimately like a, like a change, like, you know, just a breath of fresh air. Yeah, for sure. You know, cause just getting a little bored, you know, felt, I don't know, kind of uninterested in doing the same things every day. Right. Um, I was like painting pictures a lot at the time. And, mm -hmm. like, I don't know. Felt like I could like come here and paint more, and, right? Or just you know, I had some friends out here that were into art and stuff. And okay, amazing. Felt like I could relate to more, so I, yeah, just yeah, a bunch of little reasons all compounding into for sure 
one gigantic yeah mm. and did it feel like there was uh at the time did it feel like there was a lot that you were leaving did it feel difficult to kind of make that make that jump um yes but no because it's only like five hours away right very true and like a 200 dollar one-way plane ticket ish yeah so it didn't feel too um separate at the time mm-hmm. but then you know like a couple months go by and then like the first winter here which was so right lovely, okay. yeah yeah there's yeah. no yeah, there's no lonelier than like winter in Toronto when you first move here, yo. Even oh, when you know people, it's yeah. like it's still like isolating. I feel comfortable in it now, but the first right. one was pretty gnarly. Yeah, mm-hmm. I can I can I mean I can really only imagine again as as people who've spent our whole lives here, right? Yeah, for sure. Um it's it's strange because I think this is like one of the first few winters where like I that isolation or that loneliness like hit the hardest and i think in retrospect i was like why why this one of all like winters you know like <laughs> yeah. the past 24 years of my life why is it that I'm just now i'm feeling it? and i think you know there's, there's other things that very much attributed to that but um very much puts into perspective what it's like for someone who is like not used to it um and how sure. hard it can kind of kind of hit you all at once yeah just like a ton of bricks like <laughs> snow bricks like <laughs> snow bricks <laughs> Yeah, that is a very real thing, though. I right? mean, we experience it so much here, mm-hmm. but that's on another level when you're coming over here. For you're, the first exactly. Time. Like having, I had like friends here at the time because I'd, I'd lived here for like six months or whatever. Okay. I'd, like I was like seeing a girl and stuff. Yeah. But there was still this like fundamental like human relationship that I was missing mm. that I had had my whole life. I'm so used to having like having yeah. like my family around or like friends I've known since like middle school, high school, yeah. kind of thing, right? So, yeah. It was definitely a, a strange, like unexpected loneliness. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. To kind of answer your question in like a roundabout way. Yeah, for sure. And, and that was, you know, I mean, that's a bit that we were also kind of curious to know um, as to as to like what what were kind of keys or um, maybe how, how did you go about kind of creating that support system for yourself? Given that, you know, you said that there were a few people that you were kind of familiar with here, um, but it never feels the same as like as you mentioned the people you've grown up with or even family totally, members yeah. right um what yeah how, how was it that it kind of came about was it with those few people that you had had a relationship with that kind of strengthened was it with new people did you kind of have to to put yourself out there in a sense um a combination of all mm. um definitely the people i first met here were like some of the they're still my some of my closest friends yeah. here to this day so, yeah, yeah, yeah which is kind of cool yeah but um special kind of lucky yeah i met all these cool people right away um i also had like five roommates at the time right and so like there was always people around so it was never like that ultimate sort of isolated loneliness Mm -hmm. it was like we're all lonely together (laughs) right right, right. (laughs) there's there's something kind of missing yeah yeah but um yeah definitely uh filled the void with like lots of like tinder dates Mm -hmm. like like <laughs> shit hey, like that up. hey that's real for real <laughs> you know? you know, just like you know like you know having beers and like drank a lot mm. you know like social drinking and yeah um yeah i don't know what was the support system right that was like yeah yeah topic. yeah. i mean as you kind of mentioned i think time will time will always be helpful for that right to, to kind of allow for you to see uh to see a bit clearly as you know who who you can kind of rely on yeah. and vice versa and who sure. you know who you're willing to kind of put your energy into yeah. um but yeah it, it sounds like for the most part that was something that happened um shortly upon arriving here and it was something for that sure. has kind of lasted yeah it snowballs yeah it's always, like you know meeting people is always just like a hello 
and then you have like a conversation like build some sort of relationship and then they introduce you to someone else and then it just starts over and over yeah yeah like yeah perpetuity almost yeah and to this day it's like i'm constantly being introduced to new interesting amazing people so. yeah but yeah the the first little bit was uh was slow obviously mm. but i had like a, like a job at a coffee shop too it worked with a lot of interesting people okay. and so like I looked forward to like going to my minimum wage job and like right. having like conversations with interesting people. Some of those people are still close friends of mine. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, yeah. Yeah. You know what? I make it sound like it was this lonely, dark, like depressive time, right. but it was pretty, pretty nice. Just like getting to know people again. And the funny thing about like being kind of by yourself is you in a new place is you kind of like remember who you are to some degree. Mm. I don't know. I don't know if you guys like, when the last time you guys were in a breakup was, but yeah. you know that like kind of the, like the come up from a breakup. Do you mm. know what I mean? Like the post, mm. the post depression, right, right, right. like the, you're like, fuck yeah, I am me. Mm-hmm. There's nobody else <laughs> yeah. that is me. You like, start looking at yourself in the mirror a lot and being like, you know, I can do this shit. <laughs> yeah. mm, it's weird when other just, people see that and you're like, oh man, I do this. But <laughs> you're just like flexing in the mirror <laughs> and slapping yourself saw, in the face. I saw a clip of a little kid who, I don't know, he lost in Fortnite or something. He's like four years old. And he's crying <laughs> and he's screaming like, I could do better. I could do this. In the mirror. And then his mom was like, this is not okay. This is not a good thing you should be doing. Yeah. Um, but that's, that's, so that's exactly what, you know, people do. Wow. Learning self hatred at four. <laughs> yeah. It's so, it's so dangerous. It's so yeah, dark. That is, yeah, <laughs> oh my gosh. Give one up for the kid. Give one up. Shout out to the kid, man. God damn. I hope you find peace, man. Nihilist Montessori. Yeah, yeah, I was about to say. <laughs> yeah, legit. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Um, but yeah, I mean, as you, as you kind of mentioned, like, you know, in retrospect, maybe it wasn't uh, such a dark time, but of course those feelings are still there. Right. Yeah. Um, and, and that's always like a, a tough one to kind of like work through, especially when you don't have the, the comforts of like, you know, knowing where you can go or places you can go to, or like totally. having the comfort of even like your own home, right? Like a, a yeah. family home. Um, it's always kind of tough to tough to work through like social um, community, all that kind of stuff. That that's you have right. To rebuild. Yeah, and and do you feel like um, it, it was through uh, art that allowed for you to kind of like engage with people and, and communicate with people on a level that made sense to you as well? Um, like on a communication basis, like on a conversation. Yeah, like? I guess on a, on a communication basis, but also just on a on an interpersonal connection. You know, um, do you feel like that? you know art whether it was painting or, or whether it's through your music as well that um you created a lot of these kind of uh, more meaningful relationships do you feel like it, it happened outside of that um it happened outside of that but yeah ob- like absolutely it mm-hmm. had to had a lot to do with like like art practices and like yeah. having those conversations with like different people who like kind of you you share values and yeah. practices with obviously those people are going to probably have something interesting to say and like you're gonna have something to say to them and That's right. you're probably gonna build a friendship out of it yeah 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 um yeah definitely making friends is <laughs> is a lot about just the people who you can have long conversations with mm-hmm. whether it's about your your art or your interests or whether it's about i don't know anything else like yeah your, yeah literally anything yeah 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 um but uh yeah sorry to come back to your question yeah no <laughs> Um, yeah, it, it, uh, it definitely like my music, my art, my, whatever, my mm-hmm. interest, it all like helped me participate in a community that I knew existed Yeah, that I know exists most places in the world. So I kind of tried to 
find where those places were and like sure. be in the spaces that I knew that people like me would be in. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. You know, start to form relationships, start to become familiar with people. And of course. You know, with the community here. Yeah. Yeah. That's still a tricky, a, a tricky thing to do as well, right? For just sure. To, just to just to find it and also like trust that it's like, hey, this is a space that you know yep. I can enter and, and feel comfortable. Going in. places like to social events by yourself is a super intimidating thing. And yeah, I'm like mm. I'm lucky that I feel co- like comfortable with myself enough to do it, mm-hmm. but a lot of people don't. So I understand like why it's difficult to like yeah integrate those spaces. Yeah, try try to feel like you're you you're connected, right? For sure. For um, sure. You know, I think um, something that uh, we all right you know we're, we're sitting there kind of being curious about too is like what uh, so much of this looked like for you um growing up in in vancouver as well right mm-hmm. um was art something that was that it existed you know in your childhood in very early stages of your life as well was it something that kind of became a part of your life as you started to to grow um like painting and stuff yeah painting Paint- or even your music, music as well. uh everything yeah so uh music has been in my family and life for like since i was born wow. my my father's a songwriter and stuff and no way yeah my mom like was in a like a band in japan when she was in her early 20s and do you know what kind of music it was uh definitely rock music it was like rock time like late 80s early 90s that's amazing yeah that's amazing (laughs) um my grandmother is like a pianist my uncle is like a songwriter as well it's music is everywhere in my family yeah so this is definitely encouraged yeah definitely encouraged uh yeah Definitely had like big family jams growing up and oh, stuff, man. and like with all the friends would all like the family friends would come, yeah. and my friends would come, and we would just jam and stuff. Yeah, That's very beautiful. my my like childhood and stuff was very conducive to like expression and stuff yeah so super fortunate for that. yeah 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 um, you know that's something that we we're always we always love to ask uh, I guess particularly you come from from you know non-white backgrounds you know yeah for sure um because that's that that it can vary it, it can very yep. well can can vary um oftentimes um yeah as you kind of mentioned it, it can kind of be on the opposite end where where someone is you know doesn't kind of have the validation or maybe support um but that's always a, a very special thing as you as you said for sure um to kind i should of make it clear though different. that like my family isn't like like first generation like immigrants or anything like right, right, right. my grandparents were born in bc and like, okay wow yeah and like my mom was born in bc and stuff wow like, yeah so like i'm, I'm like a pretty white come from like a pretty whitewash family. fair 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 yeah and uh it's like complicated and stuff but I, like my stepdad was white and mm. you know it was like a spaghetti half the time sashimi the other half the time right, right, right 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 you know yeah um and i can imagine that also to become complex or kind of like a, a hard line to walk for for you as well right to to yeah. just kind of have a better idea of your of your own identity for sure um, something that like i literally grappled with to this day yeah yeah um because you know, something that something that we we kind of uh picked up on just from you know doing our doing our research you know because we, <laughs> we do research um uh was uh was something that yeah something that i read um in in some write-ups for for your new song which we'll, we'll talk more about later um and in the ways in which you're identified as a japanese canadian um and that, yeah. and that's like a a very special thing and kind of a exciting thing to see because totally. because so often it's it's um it's very easy to just be like, oh, you know, I'm a Canadian artist or I'm an artist <laughs> yeah. in Toronto. Uh, and there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong no. with identifying that either. But, um, you know, particularly for someone like you coming from a sometimes more complicated or, or, or space that wasn't conducive to really drawing fine lines or more importantly, um, allowing you to embrace the the kind of gray area. 
um, I can yeah. imagine that, you know, trying to reclaim some of that identity or that heritage of yours is like, it's something that, yeah, you, you want to do. Is that fair to say? Absolutely. Yeah. It's, it's something I want to do. And it's something that like, I feel is my, like, is my not duty, but, um, I owe it to, to like people like my grandpa and mm. other Japanese people who grew up in what, like West coast Canada, like yeah. got, we're like in internment yeah. camps and stuff, you know, mm. I, I just feel like the representation of specifically Japanese Canadian and Asian Canadian people at large in media and music and art and all this stuff is either greatly fetishized or non-existent. Yeah. So, you know, like how many like singer songwriter Asian people can you think of? Like That's how right. many like actresses and actors that are Japanese or Chinese, Korean, Thai, Asian mm-hmm. in any way? Yeah. Like how many can you think of? Like, I can't think of very many off That's the top right. of my head. So That's right. that kind of representation is super important to me. And yeah. Being, being, having the opportunity to even have any sort of platform to speak as a Asian Canadian person is mm. super cool. Yeah. You know? Like yeah. all these like blogs and stuff posting my song and they're saying like Japanese Canadian artists, like that is so valuable to me. That's yeah. so good. Yeah. yeah. And, and it also, uh, you know, it, it validates, right? It totally. validates that, that part of your identity, mm-hmm. um, which as you mentioned, when you think historically how, uh, how either behind the scenes or under the covers or just like non-existent at all, you know, uh, yeah, people like reject it a lot of time, yeah, you know, that's right. Cause they, exactly. you know, like I'm sure everyone, all three of us at some point have like, had some sort of like white envy not to Mm -hmm. speak for you guys but like subconscious or not it exists yeah yeah Yeah, absolutely so absolutely it's Uh, cool to like be proud to be yeah what you are yeah and and also like yeah feel feel okay with the like the fact that it's a it's a matter of growth right yeah like you know none none of us necessarily are are like are here to be like yeah i i know precisely how i connect with my with my cultural heritage and i know precisely how what parts I feel good about, what parts I feel bad about. Um, but you know, it's a part of me and, and you know, I'm going to build from it. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a tough thing to do. It's a very tough so, thing to do. It's such like a difficult thing to navigate. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, and do you feel like, uh, do you feel like there being people, um, in Toronto that you've kind of been able to have just more conversation with or, or feel like you've been able to, to kind of continue to explore that space with, and in terms of, you know, understanding or becoming more comfortable with your identity? Of course. Um, there's a lot of people in Toronto that are like diaspora, Yeah, you know? So, so there's people in every facet of every community that can have this type of conversation at, at one level or another. Yeah. 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 So I've definitely, yeah. Yes. Yes. I mean, <laughs> I've been able to have that conversation that with other people. Yeah. 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 <laughs> for sure. Um, and yeah, I mean, it's also just something that, that we're kind of like happy for you. Right. Uh, given that Thank it's you. like, yeah, it's, it's a, it's a, it's not a, um, it's not like a, a clear path to, to walk. Right. And, and it is something to, to kind of fight for, mm-hmm. um, regardless of, of, you know, yeah. Like what you, what you quote unquote lose, whether that's like, you know, being in the main stage or, or having these kind of larger audiences, it's like, Oh, you know, if you, if you lose that part of yourself, what, yeah. What, what are you left with when, when it's all said and done? Right. Sure. That's like a dark, maybe, yeah, maybe darker, <laughs> heavier way to look at it, but yeah, in a way, right. It's like, yeah, yeah. as you kind of mentioned, right. Being, being like, comfortable with yourself is is something that uh yeah we, we eventually kind of have to have to do and have to find right absolutely um and that's like kind of like the building block you have to like start with yes in a way yeah before absolutely you start to understand more about yourself absolutely and it ends up you know particularly for for 
folks who are who are not white, right? It's yeah, it's like a yourself, yeah. yeah it, it adds to uh, it adds to the the building blocks. As it, you know, it adds mm-hmm. to what you kind of have to uh, what you have to to figure out. Absolutely. Um, and I'm gonna gonna jump a little bit um, and, and talk uh, talk a bit about your poetry um, okay. because I think um, the the truth is is that neither of us are 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 people who uh, who read poetry. Speak for yourself. Okay. Oh yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I just read Rupi Kaur yesterday. Okay. <laughs> okay. 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 No, you didn't. You I didn't. learned a lot about oh. man myself, women. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my goodness, love women. Yeah. Big ups to them. Big ups to Ruby. Shout out to you. Yeah, who else who else have you read poetry wise? Um, Little baby. Um <laughs> have you heard of a man named Jewel Santana? <laughs> I have, I have. He's quite good. He's a poet too. Yeah. So eloquent. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um but uh I mean, this is, uh, yes, okay, fine, I'll speak for myself, Navik. I don't read poetry as much as I'd <laughs> like to, okay? But, um, you know, something uh, from even just listening to your to your lyrical content, um, you know, in, in, a, in the song that you just released, Nervous, um, which we certainly care to talk about, um, and in songs that you've written before and even performed as well, um, you know, two things uh, that we've kind of, acknowledged uh with your poetry and even with with your songwriting as well um is your choice of words um which i think are always very accessible um there's it it all is um thank you for noticing yeah yeah it's um there's never uh there's never a moment where i gotta have to google something so that's like a a plus um not to say that there are like artists out here talking about like (laughs) oligarchy and um you know uh, (laughs) yeah we need to learn about stuff that's right that's right um but i think um uh, the the tone in which you write as well is, uh, or, or the tone which is kind of uh, emanated, uh, at least from the way that that I've kind of perceived it, um, is always like a, a gentle tone, um, and, and that's something that uh, you know I'm kind of curious to know if, is if if that's maybe me projecting that onto to your music, or you you think that's something that that might be intentional? Um, I I think it's intentional. Yeah. I, I try to I definitely try to lyrically present like a song very softly yeah like you know very um um purposefully yeah like every word is is there on purpose like there's no filler there's like you can it all adds to the narrative of the of the song so yeah it's it's definitely meant to be accessible Mm -hmm. like you know you understand every word i'm saying yeah yeah yeah. it's not like you don't have to google it that's right (laughs) that's right there's no like deeper meanings maybe there's like a metaphoric meaning but it's i usually make it pretty clear yeah or i try to at least yeah and and i think um just the the idea of like being able to sit with simple words and Mm -hmm. appreciate them for something more profound right for sure for sure so it's like a lot of the time not to like bombard you with my no 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 i mean this is what we care we okay okay okay, cool i don't get to talk about this very much yeah I have a theory, like, All right. these guys can't see you because they're listening and they're, they might not be able to see this, but you have a mic set up like a Rap City freestyle. Yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> Especially, you know, obviously we're going to get into Nervous, which is a real banger. Thank you. I would assume that, you know, you might have thrown like a red do-rag over the mic <laughs> and just started really fucking going in. Just going in. <laughs> is that a part of your process? Absolutely. Okay. The free verse. <laughs> <laughs> I actually go over five fingers of death. That's how I write. Every oh. Song. oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but no, please, please do, please do share us, uh, share with us. You know your writing process. Okay, uh, we'd love to know. For a song, generally, um, it'll be a lot of mumbling, um, mm. a melody, 
over like a guitar piano or whatever and then it'll start to sound like words and then I'll write the words it kind of sounds like and then sort of dial it back and like write silently about a certain topic that those words remind me of right and then I don't know a lot of writing introspectively if if you guys ever like journaled or anything Mm -hmm. you know it's very I don't know unstructured and incomprehensive and difficult for anybody else to read but you but you yeah so I think the main idea when I'm songwriting is to like take those sort of like deep introspective emotional thoughts or like stories or whatever and put it into like a sequence of words that's like easy to digest for me Mm. and easy to share for me that I, I know that people are like reading it the same way as me yeah and listening the same way as me so that's yeah. that's kind of the idea you're 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 articulating um the thoughts that might seem even unclear to yourself in like a in a period of time right totally as you're kind of journaling you're able to kind of capture it yeah and even if i don't understand even if like sometimes i write things that i don't even know what it means right. yet and then like it kind of can like teach you something after yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Um, because you're, you're just trying to mold you know what you're feeling in totally. the moment right and that's a that's a and while simultaneously yeah. making it accessible, because that's what like making music in today's day and age, or my intention with it is, yeah. is to like make it accessible. And, yeah, like, have people understand what I'm saying and maybe relate to it or like, you know, whatever. Yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Like rappers are able to, you know, knock out like they say they're able to knock out, like, you know, ten songs a day. Yeah. But like, in your case, especially the music that you make, are you really are you able to, you know, is, does it come quickly? Or are you able to like take some time and live a little? Oh, I have to take some time to live a little. Mm. I actually don't write like every day. Like, there's no way I could. Yeah. Because you know, I'm really like, mm. what would I be like writing about? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I totally that's get right. it. You know, like, no, I'm not knocking anyone who like makes ten songs a day. Like, mm-hmm. that's awesome. Like, productivity is yeah. sick. And you can like sift through it and like find great, great stuff. But I feel like, uh, for me, my my like process of sifting is a lot more through like lived experience and like mm-hmm. other things than writing music. And so, right. so when I come and sit down to write music, I, I have like a, a, a like a very concise feeling that, I, that to like put into the, to put into the, the song, to put into the songwriting, yeah. maybe not even necessarily an idea of what the song is about, but just like a, like a general sort of essence of how to play the instrument or sing. And yeah, you know, yeah, 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 yeah. The words come easy after that, after I wow. can like, um, create some sort of uh, almost like an ambiance for myself, like right. a figurative ambiance, right, 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 to like put into that I can like right. And, and the words are almost just the uh, the way to like to bring about to like fully round out you know what the the feeling or the emotion that you're trying totally. to convey, right? Totally. Um, and the, I th- I feel like words in a song, not just for my songs, words in a song can like be can tell a different story than the song itself. Like yeah. The song kind of can like create an entirely different mood than the lyrics yeah. that are said on it a lot of the time. It's a very good point. Do you ever yeah. like get CDs when you're younger and like read the lyrics? Yeah. You're like, yeah. this feels way different than listening yeah, to the yeah, song. Yeah, 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 that's right. Awesome. Yeah. Absolutely. Trust you me. ever read a Playboy Cardi verse? <laughs> Yo. <laughs> <laughs> Off the Tyler album, I was like, what? He said yeah. this? Yeah. This Wait, verse? I didn't read that yet. What did he say? Like it's, so it's like, um, I think it's like eight bars. Yeah. It's like, Earthquake, right? That's yeah, yeah, earthquake. Yeah. yeah, and I didn't know like he's like, it's not like wild bars. It's like <laughs> yeah. I don't give a fuck about nothing. Um, she's wild like Wolf Vicky, but I couldn't hear any of that. In the yeah, verse. it's all very why. like melodic. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Um, 
That have you heard that pissy pamper snippet? The, I smoked up like Kid Cudi that one. No, oh, I haven't. hell yeah, you yeah. can hear that. I haven't, I haven't. This is Young Nudie. It's very, very good. Whoa, okay. Mm. okay. Well, that's an official Young Nudie song. I think. Well, the the leak, the first like three quarters is Young Nudie, Whoa. and then the last quarter is Cardi. I think. Mm. I love Playboy Cardi. So glad you brought it up. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We need to. So you know, we need to add. We need to add to the soundboard just the the what. That's what we need to add to the soundboard. It's just have that on the board. We'll make sure we get that uh, for next week. But um, yeah, talking about talking about the the Tyler project just for a moment. Yeah. I mean, uh, something that I said to Navek uh, on the way here is that I feel like every every time. Um, so for context, I feel like I was just having like a, a down day not that long ago, and find myself in like a YouTube black hole of like watching clips from uh <laughs> from like x-men movies because <laughs> i was like oh man you know what i like i forgot about these movies and uh i just wanted to, to see like you know what superhero movies in like 2005 looked like compared to you know superhero movies okay, now <laughs> um and you, this is my excuse anyways research okay it's research um but uh you know there's like there's there's the the, the classic narrative right it's just like you know you have this individual they put under a lot of stress um and it's through being put into under like the most intense stress of their lives that their their mutant abilities come out but in the very early stages their mutant abilities are like uncontrollable it's often something that's like way beyond their their realm of like understanding and control and it's through like professor xavier's help or it's just training and like time that they eventually are able to control and kind of manifest it and use it for good or evil whatever um tyler is like a prime example of that you know and i think through the course course of his his like his tenure and and his his resume, um, we've seen that like we've seen that anger, we've seen the frustration, we've seen the rage, we've seen like his youth. Like, his youth, yeah, yeah exactly, um, and we still see it. You know, there, there's still so much about this album that like you know, it's not like he's a new person. It's not like oh yeah, he's he's like he's he's grown or he's he's flourished um, in terms of his content necessarily, but the way that it's now presented. Um, it very much does feel like he he's finally figured out how to control and how to like how to really express and project precisely what it is that he wants to get out. Totally, he's gotten so much better at music in the last. Yeah, he's just gotten better. Yeah. yeah, forever. Um, whether that's like his singing ability, yeah. whether it's just like his his like his ability to like put chord progressions together, you know, yeah. alone is like something For that sure. I think is like so much more concise. We're not hearing as many like astray synths as like we might have in the past. Not to say that. It's a little more stripped back. I like Yeah, that. Like, it's stripped, stripped back. back it's, a, it's loud. It's like maximalist, but like it's still stripped back. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And there's like, there's nothing about it that doesn't feel like Tyler at the True. same time. True. Right. You know exactly what it is. Exactly. As soon as like the first synth pad on the first song comes That's out, right. like, this is, Tyler Creators. But exactly. Like You're going to have like a very yeah. distorted 808 follow through yeah. with like... Um, some shouting or something. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Major seventh chord. Exactly. <laughs> Do you guys think he created a sound? Over I think the, so. Over the course of his career, you think? Yeah. I think so. And if at the very least influenced a vast, wide array of musicians. Yeah. Mm. And maybe influenced their sound with his sound. Yes. And that would have to start by him having a sound. So. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I guess he has a sound. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, truly. I, I think even you know, and think on like a like on a stripped down front, as you mentioned, whether it's just like his his choice of like raw synths, um, like a lot of analog synths, also just like his cho- his choice of like um, like saxophone use. His, his chord progressions are also like you know you you can pick up on it, um, and even just the way his like his his bars too, right? Yeah. Um, his flow is like mm-hmm. something that can that varies, but it 
but you still know it's him. He has oh, like yeah. he can go he can spit super fast. He can go on like a relaxed, more like bouncy, swingy beat. Um, yeah, his voice is just so recognizable. Exactly. Oh, yeah. And his yeah. voice is just recognizable as well, right? You think about what he did very early on with like the pitched down or pitched up stuff, right? Yeah. Um, in like so many ways, like, you know, while it may not be direct, like think about Brock Hampton, right? Is like so much of that is, is apparent on on their projects. Oh my God, yeah. Um, so I, I I would definitely say he, he created a sound um, and, he, and he paved a way for a lot of people to take bits and pieces of it, um, which... Yeah, only so many people can can really do. Um, so yeah, this album, man. Oh my gosh, can't get enough of it. Amazing, can't get enough of it. Um, coming back to coming back to you and and uh, and the music that that you work on or that you even perform as well. Um, and and I have had the 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 luxury of um, of seeing you perform um, at the very least once. We saw you perform with uh, opening for Money Phone. Oh yeah, um, that's a good show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Thanks uh, for coming. Yeah, of course, of course. Yeah. And um, and you know something that um, you know as we've touched on already in terms of this gentleness that is very much emanated through your music. Um, you know, we also get to see. Um, you know, there's like bit of bit of rage when you perform, you know, um, and, and and that's not a and that's not a bad thing by any means. You know, it it uh, it it gives, uh, you know, it, it provides dynamics to your to your performance. It, it also adds um, different uh, tones to music that may not have it before. You know, someone. Um, that we know that you you, you very much admire is Feist, um, and she's someone who you yeah exactly uh, got the artwork right there beside Lord Earl, yeah. um, and uh, and uh, covering her music is is something that you've you've never shied away from. But simultaneously, um, you know the versions or your covers of them are often um, they're different. Um, and they're different from from what Feist may have originally written, and like we never see rage from Feist, and that's okay, you know. <laughs> yeah, true, true. <laughs> um, um, but you know, I, I think why I why I bring this up is because um, you know, particularly to what you said earlier in terms of uh, the representation or sometimes even like extinction of of East Asian, Southeast Asian voices, South Asian voices um, within music. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, particularly in an industry where there's a lot of really negative projections of, of masculinity as well, you yeah, know, totally. um, does, uh, you know, do you feel like building a, um, uh, you know, or building a sound that, you know, that is gentle or, or that, that has these moments of kind of rage? Do you feel like it, it becomes difficult to do? Do you feel like in a space where, you know, our voices can often become so emasculated, right? Yeah. Um, being gentle or, or being soft or choosing to be vulnerable with your music um, adds to this like this 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 negative idea, this negative trope. Um, you know, do you, do you feel like that's that's something that has been difficult for you to navigate? Do you feel like it's something that you've been able to to claim as your own? Um, do you feel like it's it's been a challenge for you at all? Um, that's a good question. Um, I okay, so I'll, I want to get to like the first part yeah, of the yeah, question, yeah. which was. Um, kind of like perpetuating the narrative mm-hmm. of like the weak yeah. Asian, South Asian, East Asian. That's right, yeah. Uh, um, I feel like I, in some sense, I guess, if, from like an objective perspective, me singing like a soft, sad song mm. does perpetuate that at, at some level. Yeah. But conversely, I think that if anything, it's good to like claim that as normalcy. That's right. You know? 
Yeah. It's a good question, yo. Yeah, yeah. I mean, because um, it's it's a challenging space, right? Because it's like, totally. hey, if this is who you are, like, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm, you're not going to back down. You're not going to back away from it, right? Yeah. Um, and it's not, it's, the problem isn't that you're, you're not doing enough to like claim your quote unquote claim your masculinity yeah. it's at the it's at the the stand the the bar which you know is, is yeah the the bar has just been set at like the most ridiculous level or it's just yeah, yeah, placed, totally it's just being placed at a point which is like is is dumb right yeah it, it doesn't make any sense it's no, unhealthy it's dangerous it's all sorts of things um, yeah so then you know you know that's something that we often and I'm sure even in, in like in social spaces too, right? That's something where like for a moment you feel like you have to, you have to tuck away. Right. And it's like, Oh, when you know the the people who know you are there, you can let it out again. You can um, talk. Yeah. yeah. And, and I think, um, you know, that's not necessarily something that, uh, that again, sorry, I don't, I'm not trying to trying to speak for you here. Um, but yeah, particularly working in like musical spaces, right. Or like, you know, entering, you know, working in, in, in studio sessions or whatever. Yeah, it is, and right? arts and culture in general. That's right. Yeah. Um, it, uh, it becomes scary and, and also like I can imagine challenging to like work through those, those thoughts, you know? Um, mm-hmm. but do you feel like you've reached a point where, um, you, you don't feel like it's a wavering thought for you to, to determine like, Oh, what, what, what kind of sound, what kind of ideas am I, am I trying to put, uh, put down on paper, put into my music? No, I, I think I I think I have like a pretty good idea of it yeah. now. You know, I think I I feel comfortable making myself vulnerable, mm-hmm. um, even given the context of this conversation, like being like a like a Asian Canadian. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I feel I feel like okay being vulnerable, but at the same time, kind of feeling um, bigger than than someone else for like you know what feels like when I play the first time. Mm. Every time I play live, it feels like the first time I've wow. felt that feeling of right. like. You, like uh, there's moments of rage in my live performances mm. or whatever and like I, I like sing really raspy and loud yeah. at times but like it just feels like the time where I'm like kind of sculpting like a a voice for myself mm. like a, a like a way for people to listen to what I'm saying yeah. you know yeah 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 absolutely that's a confusing way to say that no but the, no, no. <laughs> the the like energy that um that I try to bring when I play like my guitar, even when I'm by myself, yeah. is is like like a listen to me type of energy mm-hmm. because no one's listened to me for like the majority of my life. Yeah, so yeah. That's a dramatic, but like no, a, no, no. But I like to. That's more of like a representation of um, people that look like me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. People just they don't really listen to people who look like me and. Major, like minorities in general mm-hmm. in North America. So it feels good to yeah. have people pay attention and be quiet. And yeah, 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 absolutely. You you can command some kind of, uh, some, some presence, right? Yeah. You can could command, uh, people to, to hear you beyond, um, hear you beyond what, uh, what they might kind of expect. Right. Totally. Um, totally. and that also just, again, it challenges uh, this idea that, you know, you are exclusively soft-spoken. Yeah, you it's are. almost like a setup. You like, you know, <laughs> <laughs> if you knew nothing about me and didn't know anything other than like the songs that are on SoundCloud and yeah. Apple Music or whatever, yeah, you, you would come to the show think like maybe there's like an acoustic guitar and like mm-hmm. a mic, which is like a nice thing to be able to like flip on its head at times. Which That's right. and but it's also something I'm totally into buying into because right. most of my favorite musicians and songwriters are people like that. Mm-hmm. But 
it's fun to be able to put like some sort of contemporary and like emotional twist on yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, you know, got him. Switch it up a bit. Got him. <laughs> got got him. Good. There's distortion on this exactly. song. There's auto tune. <laughs> yeah, man. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Um, yeah, and it's obviously I mean something that uh, will just continue to 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 add to the conversation of like you know, how multifaceted you know we are, how multifaceted you are, and that. It's it's not just yeah. uh, it's not a, a one single trick tone. pony type yeah, thing. Exactly, mm-hmm. exactly. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So we've alluded to it kind of throughout this conversation, and 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 we've obviously been excited to to talk to you about the song "Nervous" that you that you put out yeah, very recently. Me too. I love this song because um, it's uh, <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a crazy <laughs> song. song. There's like a lot of things to it that uh, <laughs> we can kind of break down and we can talk about. Um, but, Let's do it. But wait, I mean, truthfully, we'd love to hear from you first. You know? All right, and and, know? and and just what what that. Uh, what it was like for you from start to finish to to have this um, song kind of like be birthed and then nurtured and then raised yeah, yeah. to an adult and then, and then off, off to yeah that's right off to, to the DSP yeah exactly yeah. <laughs> <Like> <laughs> off to DistroKid exactly. off to yeah. <laughs> off to SoCade yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's right <laughs> to be shred <laughs> out into the world um, but no what, what was it uh, you know when was it that you uh, came up with the with this uh, the song um because you know you kind of mentioned to us what your songwriting process looks like you know when was it that the the ideas of, of the song nervous kind of came together okay i actually remember the first moment that i like came up with the first words for Amazing. the song uh you know like the park in the market over there yes like the tiny little rectangle yes i was there um hanging out with devin and lucas and uh i think that was actually the first day i met lucas and uh I think he offered me a cigarette because he had just come back from somewhere or mm-hmm. something. I think I, maybe I got that mixed up. But I smoked a cigarette in the middle of the day, which isn't something I normally do, but yeah. I just kind of like felt like doing it. And then usually when I smoke a cigarette, when I'm sober, it like makes me a little bit anxious or something. And I was like, okay, that's like a good yeah. like premise to <laughs> to like write about, you know, yeah. like that, that can expand into so many things. But simultaneously, I was like just like really anxious and just wanted to go home. Mm. So it was like... I just like decided to leave them there and say my goodbyes. And then when I was walking to my house, which isn't, wasn't this house, but a house like on this street, just further south. Gotcha. Um, and I was walking and I just like came up with a little melody, got home and then wrote like a quick little guitar part and wrote the hook that, that in that moment, like that day. Um, and then, uh, yeah. So that was the first moment I wrote the song, Mm. like the very first idea of it. And then, I think in the following weeks, I started to make a demo for it. So that's when like the verse and the second chorus and whatever came about. And yeah, then I had a demo and then it kind of just sat for a while. Hmm. And uh, I made a video and like I wanted to put it out and everything just like the way I made it as a demo. Yeah. Um, and that was in like last uh, September. I think I, wow. I first okay. wrote that song. And then, yeah, just sat on it for the winter and kind of got anxious about nervous about it you know and like just wanted it to be out and out and out and out and then um i brought it to alex Mm -hmm. uh, who's the drummer of bad bad not good and um he was like yeah let me show this to the other dudes and kind of just they just all played on it one day yeah wow and um yeah, that's kind of how the song came to be. <laughs> yeah. So you knew him just prior through just Toronto? Uh, yeah, just like introducing through people. You yeah, know, yeah. As like, you mentioned, sorry. Uh, just from from different circles, right? With, yeah. Within the area. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's a, it's always like a uh, 
He actually that uh, Money Phone show. The, right. He, him and Devin DJed before. That's right. And then we kind of just like that was our first like kind of actual conversation. Wow. And then we kind of just started hanging out. Now he's like a good friend. And, yeah. Um, yeah, we hang out a bunch and yeah, just kind of the friendship kind of came first and the conversation about music didn't even come till like a, a while after a few wow. months down yeah, the yeah, so yeah. it feels it felt really good too because it feels like an organic like relationship it doesn't feel like i just have that band mm-hmm. on this song mm-hmm. i have like people i admire and respect on this that's song right it's and, not and just still a, want to hang out with so, yeah 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 and yeah. continue to hang out so it's it's like it's good yeah, yeah. it's not just a cosign it's not just no, a credit right. it's nothing something that's been fabricated right no i mean it is those things but it's yeah. it's not from a place that is false yes you know? yeah, yeah 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 it comes from a, a pure yeah, place for sure because i don't yeah. want to like act like their cosign on that song isn't a humongous deal yeah for me and like the platform yeah that that, that creates for me of it's, course of course but um it comes from a real place, which I'm really happy about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and and also just like, uh, I mean, as surreal as it is for us, I can imagine it's surreal for you as well to to have this this band that yeah has has accomplished so much in, in such a short yeah, yeah. time. I just like go to their shows and stuff. You know? <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's crazy, <laughs> totally crazy. Yeah, um, and to kind of think about uh, I, something that I, I very much admire about them is how much. Um, not only like time they they still they spend in the city as well, but mm-hmm. how invested they are in, in oh. just the, the the music community here in Toronto. Um, that's just like something that I you know uh, I'm sure the same with the two of you here uh, amongst the list of things that you admire about them. Uh, it's <laughs> yeah. just another thing to add to it, right? Totally. Is, is how kind of invested that they are, um, and um, and is working with them on more music something that you hope to do something that you have started doing there's more okay there's, phenomenal yeah. we'll, uh, we'll, we'll turn up the audio for there's that there's more yeah. <laughs> i'm sure you guys have like 800 songs yeah yeah, 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 yeah that's right. young thug numbers yeah yeah <laughs> 10 songs a day <laughs> the low b uh, based mixtape you know it's coming out <laughs> the 400 songs. song mixtape yeah it's on the way it's on the way um the do rag on the mic yeah, as well no, that's what it is that's, that's the vibe we went for yeah you know little b yeah. that's yeah. the vibe that we all went for it uh that's super exciting uh, i mean uh congratulations again for, for, for getting that out there because it's obviously uh it's uh it means a lot to it, me yeah to like have that be out there yeah of course um because it, it you know as you'd mentioned there's there's music on soundcloud there's music that you've you've done with other people um you released a single uh at the end of last year Rolex yeah. the Ocean um which again is like um something that uh you kind of did for the most part on your own is that yeah. fair to say uh no no like the the music itself uh is like half me and half this producer called Joseph Latranger okay yeah. amazing um yeah another really great producer from the Snake Woods as well yeah. yeah um he's from Vancouver too actually he's he, from Vancouver yeah, we moved here at like the same time no way mm-hmm. yeah, yeah and did you did you know them before uh coming totally coming yeah well? and it was the same sort of situation where I was like a huge fan for like he was like a SoundCloud right. legend beat yeah. maker for a long time and like a DJ in Vancouver for a while and yeah just became friends right and, um it wasn't I've known him for like six years now and it wasn't until like two years ago we started making like even considered making music together. making music together wow yeah. there's a there's a song that he uh he had on soundcloud for a really long time that uh yeah I'm, I'm i'm gonna out myself here i like uh i was it was called lou will it was his, it was yeah. his lou will remix I that, that i had to i had to youtube convert and stash in the <laughs> Jeez, in yeah. the archives because yeah. it's not there anymore it's not on the soundcloud anymore so you know if you're trying if you're trying to listen you know hit me up <laughs> um i got that song ransom um but <laughs> <laughs> i have that song 
in ransom, okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, on ransom, on ransom, in ransom. I ha- I'm holding it hostage, okay? Um, I do that too, though. Like, I know that there's a Gold Link 3000 song that came out. I knew it was going to be gone yeah. in like an hour. So I sure. quickly MP or SoundCloud to YouTube yeah, or MP4 or whatever. It got to do it quickly. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. yeah, that guy is the, so talented. Yeah, oh, super, super talented. My goodness. Um, and, uh, you know, it's good to know that you're, you're not only in good company, but, uh, there's more to come as well. Um, cause we're, we're very excited to, to hear what you have in store and, and, and oh, yeah, what... we did another song together. Really? Yeah. Me and that guy. It's on my EP. Okay. Yeah. Amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, what, what can we, uh, so two part question. Okay. Uh, what can we expect from, from Joni Yano as the year continues? Um, and how do folks like us, how do people who, who care to support your work, uh, go about supporting you? Okay. Um, I have an EP coming out at the end of June now, okay. June 28th to be exact. Um, so I guess in terms of supporting that, you just listen to it. Yeah. Because, you know, we get fractions of sense now every yes, time you listen to that. fractions of sense. That's Woo! right. Yes, yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah uh, I'll probably play in Toronto this Great. summer. Um, I think I'm going to make another book at the beginning of fall or something. Another poetry book. Okay, amazing. Yeah. Um, just like that's a pretty tentative goal but yeah you know um yeah honestly it's not even about me so just support the community at large mm. and i think everybody wins yeah. is, is the main goal is the main thing you know yeah. of course like i love when people like listen to my music or like 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 it and stuff but uh it means so much more when like people participate in the community that that helps and helped me get to the point that i'm at currently yeah, yeah, yeah. which is still like a quite infantile point but like help me get to the point where I can like put out music and like have like a label involved and like, you know, yeah. that community is super, super important. So if you want to support me, support the community. Amazing. And Amazing. your community. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Jonah, we've, Sorry, yeah, no, I was going to say we, we, we've almost reached the, uh, the, the end of, uh, end of this interview, but we just have, uh, I guess a couple more, couple more questions here before we, we okay. kind of wrap it up. Um, you know, something that, uh, you mentioned, uh, very briefly is that uh, you're, you're hoping to maybe put on another book of poetry uh, um, people can can read some of this poetry on Instagram is that correct My, at yeah, Microsoft yeah, Words yeah. okay amazing at Microsoft Words um, there's a bunch of really um, short and very concise poems um, that I think are, are always quite enjoyable to read for people like myself who, who don't uh, often indulge in, in poetry yeah, true. Uh, but there's there's one poem on there that uh, I'm going to butcher reading here um, nice I would, you I like this but I would love to uh, uh, but I would love to uh, to, to ask you, you this give you a beat? It, yeah <laughs> Um, but I think, um, yeah, it, it, uh, it, it reads, uh, my past and its embarrassing moments and my mistakes and their consequences play back in my head on an almost constant loop. Uh, and the feeling of guilt is felt in real time. Some days it's easy to feel like the only person with imperfections. Um, uh, I read this one in particular cause I think it, it resonated very deeply. Um, and, and I think, um, you know, it's, it's something we've certainly spoke about on the podcast, but it's always kind of, um, you know, something that we, we love to ask our guests as well, um, you know, is, you know, this idea of, of battling with like not feeling like enough, you know, is, is something that can often infiltrate our minds. Um, and, you know, it's something that is so consistently seen, particularly amongst, you know, I, I think seen amongst a lot of young people, but seen, seen particularly amongst, um, you know, young uh, folks from ethnic minorities as well. Um, and, and, you know, I, yeah, I, I think something that I would, I would love to know is, um, whether that's a feeling that you feel like you, you find yourself battling. Um, and if it, if it is, you know, what you, um, what you kind of do to, to try and work through that feeling of not feeling enough. Um, 
Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I do feel it. Yeah. Mm. All the time. Every yeah. day, probably at some degree, yeah. <laughs> you know, like most people do. Yeah. Um, but to battle it, I kind of just sit with it and, um, understand why I feel the way I feel mm. like I do with most things. Just like think critically about what's making me feel insecure or guilty or, um, uncomfortable mm-hmm. at anything. Like I just sit with it and feel it. And usually it can tell me like what it is and why it is. And then I can kind of start to remedy it and like think through it. Yeah. Bit, you know? Yeah. But it's a battle for sure. You know, like not believing in yourself is like the hardest thing to get there. Yeah. Yeah. And it happens all the time. Like before you guys got here, I was like playing the piano and like practicing and like making mistakes and stuff. I was like, fuck man, I suck at this. Yeah. 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 But then there's other days obviously where it's like, yeah, this is the best. Yeah. 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 I've killed it. These mistakes are nothing. These right? mistakes are nothing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, people often, people often say it's like, uh, it's the voice in which we speak to ourselves with, you know, that's like that can make or break so much of like how we, oh how we treat ourselves and how we, yeah. how we view ourselves. Right. Oh yeah. You're um, your own worst critic. All those different sayings that are yeah, all the same thing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, it's such a tough thing to kind of work through, but, um, you know, oftentimes, you know, it's, it's worth reminding ourselves of the, the kind of collective battle that it is and, mm-hmm. and the kind of collective bit of empathy that exists for people totally. you know to, to kind of work through and yeah, just saying it aloud right? to like yourself or somebody else yeah. or like somebody you trust is like good enough sometimes yeah you know mm. yeah. calling your mom or something or like your good friends like being like yo i feel like this right now like why and they're like hey, yo everybody has felt yeah, like yeah, that yeah ah yeah. like, oh, true even i have felt like that before yeah <laughs> yeah exactly <Damn>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah seriously um yeah. So thank you. Thank you for sharing that. I think that's yeah. like a, a beautiful way to kind of end our, end our interview portion before we get Let's, into some uh, I just quickly shit. want to run through some things. Yeah. Um, what were you listening to while you're making the EP? Um, yeah, great question. okay. Yeah. Shit. Um, a lot of Joni Mitchell, mm-hmm. um, some James Blake, nice. some, um, Feist obviously, but that's like kind of like a given. Yeah. 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 I'm normally listening her songs are teaching me something mm-hmm. different all the time. Uh, that the new Earl album I listened to so many times. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the the production on that album was definitely like definitely influenced some aspect of this wow. EP. To some That's degree. exciting. <laughs> yeah, just on some level it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I can like play it for you guys later, or, like send it to you or whatever. Love but, that. Um, uh, what else was I listening to? A lot of Cardi. A lot mm. of Cardi. Yeah. I listen oh, to Cardi yeah. all the time. You already know. Yeah. I love that. I love um, it. Yeah. Travis Scott even. Yeah. Um, Uno the Activist, Thousand Man Fawny, all those all those rappers. Yeah. I really like the way, like their melodies roll and stuff. Um, Stevie Ray Vaughan, all that kind of stuff. Mm. Blues. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Tons of stuff. Bill Evans, Toshiko Akiyoshi. Yeah. Man, all There's over a lot of stuff going oh, on. That's brilliant. Sure. And you said a- end of June is is what you're thinking? Yeah, end okay. of June. Yeah, it's like, I think it's set in stone now. Beautiful. Yeah, it's coming Beautiful. out through Innovative Leisure. Okay, Oh, Amazing. yeah, you know what? That's that's what I imagine you'd put out a project on that label. Yeah, yeah. So it's a great label. Yeah, yeah. great label. And Super nice people. And how is that, uh, is this the kind of first experience you've had uh, working with like a, a label or kind of a, a major, or not a major, but a distributor of some kind? Yep, Amazing. totally. Amazing. Yeah, they kind of hopped on the opportunity at the literally the last minute. Like I was about to put out nervous like the song in two days and they were like whoa, whoa, whoa hold up hold up hold up, hold up. Let, let us help you with this pretty wow. much. and i was like okay yeah meaning they tossed you the bag <laughs> bag <laughs> talk <laughs> there's no bags there's no bags yeah. it's 
Brinks trucks, actually. Yes, oh, yes, yeah. Yes. yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, it's a Richard Mills watch. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's, so, that's what oh, the advance okay. was. So that's what they do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Signing yeah, yeah. bonuses. The they new Patek, you, man. They give you the Roly, of yeah, course. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. It's, it's bust yeah. down. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a cake, With actually. Cubic zirconia. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a cake roly, is what it is. Like, hey, we give you a roly. <laughs> Hope you enjoy vanilla cream. <laughs> mm, oh yes, sir. Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Where's no. the the pre workout one? Pre workout kicked in full hard. Jeez. So classic. Yeah. Classic, of course. Man, I think that's what. That's probably what it feels like to to release your first song. Eh? Pre- Yo, pre- yeah. Workout <laughs> kicked in full hard. Jeez. <laughs> Oh man! Well, um, also, what's the what's the sample at the beginning of Louis Vuitton? The sample it's a an interview, a CBC interview with Andy Warhol from like the, some year. I don't remember what year, seventy something. Okay. Yeah, it was just something I was watching one day and was like, okay. Actually, in that song, I when I recorded it, I recorded it on my cell phone. Oh yeah. And I pressed play with the space bar, <laughs> and then for the end of the sample, I pressed. To the space bar again and then started playing the guitar. Oh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> that's amazing. You know what that is? That's called growth, right? Yeah, there, that's man. growth, yo. That's now we got the booth. <laughs> exactly. Now we got the booth out here, man. We got the home studio. Yeah, There's a whole different upgrade. game now. <laughs> it's a kitchen right here. You're, yeah, you know, he's yeah, cooking yeah. every day. He's cooking mm-hmm. in here. He's right. cooking in his other kitchen, too. Yep. He's doing all kinds of things. Pierogies. Uh, <laughs> mm. Um all right, man. So we've, we've pretty much reached the end of the interviews phase, okay. um, but we always end the episodes with uh, a couple segments here. Okay. Um, the first one that we're going to hit you with is called 3P. Shout out to Lil Wayne. Yes, Mula, baby! And this segment <laughs> is where we ask you three questions, um, all in sets of threes. Okay. Uh, you try and answer them as quickly as you can quickly? off okay. the top of your head. Math? Um, we try and bang them out. No math. We promise. No okay. math. Uh, first question, uh, three of your favorite places to eat in Toronto. Hacienda Las Americas on College and Bathurst. Yo, the, be- yeah, the best taco place. Yo, the best yeah. taco place. The best on- <laughs> yeah, amazing. Um, ramen Nishin, which is right across, right across the street the from there. <laughs> yeah. And then Ravi Soups is my new favorite spot right okay. now. Okay. Which is also around the corner from here. They're actually all two minutes away from each other. So. Pretty much all at College and Bathurst, eh? Yeah, and all right by my house. Damn, I live pretty much that's right amazing. There. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, something I'll drop as well is that you're, um, where you uh, you very recently had a, had a party to, to play your music. You had Imanishi. Oh, yeah, sorry. Well. I should say Imanishi. Hey, no so worries. I want to add that one in there. They're, they're just, I just don't eat there all the time. That's fair. Because, you know, it's about to say. I love treating myself. That's right, yeah. When you when you have a when you have a little yeah. bit uh, extra extra yeah. on you, you know, mm-hmm. Imanishi is definitely a place to go. Absolutely. Okay, boom. That was quick. Uh Two, uh, you kind of answered this one uh, with Navig's question, but who are three artists you've been listening to this week? So this week? The past uh, seven days. This past seven days, listen to um, Megan Thee Stallion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that yeah, shit yeah. is <laughs> so crazy. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, still digesting. Mid-Air Thief is like a Korean band okay. that I got put onto by my friend Scott. And then, what's the third one? Most recently, like, oh, Slow Tie. Slow tie. Yeah, yeah. Listen to that so hard, right? Oh my goodness. Man. Slow tie is the current wave for sure. Okay, okay. Yeah, it's the most uh, exciting artist that I've heard of in a while. Weird. Okay. Yeah. I, I've only heard a couple of his singles, but he's put out a project now, yeah? Is yeah. that correct? Okay. It's called Nothing Great About Britain. Okay. It's very okay, good. Very I'm excited good. to listen to that. Um, okay, last one. All right. Three people who support you unconditionally. Unconditionally. Um, me mum, mm-hmm. uh, my girlfriend, Jasmine. Mm-hmm. And Hacienda Las Americas. Ah, yes. Yeah. That $1.50 hey. uh, taco special. Man. <laughs> it's, a, it's a special thing. Man. 
special thing. <laughs> no, but in, on a serious note, my uh, the guy who like helps me and like manages me, Nick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Nick Lim. What a special Nick guy! Lim. Special guy. Special special guy. Yeah, Nick, keep the bags coming. Keep you already know <laughs> keep the it's bags. the rollout season. <laughs> <laughs> keep them in duffels and plastic bags and backpacks and Jan Sports. You know, Absolutely, whatever. Fresh co. Yeah, fresh co. Plastic bags. bags. Your, to- your favorite canvas tote bag, yeah. rice bags, Reusable. whatever, whatever. The earth bags is dying, please. Yeah, for the earth is dying, please. <laughs> okay, last thing of the show. Uh, this one's called Soup It Up, unofficially sponsored by Campbell Soup. Okay. Uh, this is where we uh, provide our guests, we provide ourselves an opportunity to share something that's maybe made us salty in the past week, something that's made us oh, upset, shit. something that's maybe just like irked us a little bit, you know? Um, whether big or small, whether it's something as like grand as, uh, you know, climate change or something <laughs> as simple as like having a, a bus. Hey, fuck climate change. Fuck climate change. <laughs> Well, yeah, I mean, yeah. all right, sure, yeah. that works. Pre-workout kicked in full hard. Uh, <laughs> yeah, on uh, the, the pre-workout definitely kicked in there. Um, but uh, but usually Nivek has something to start us off here, so I'm going to ask right. you, Nivek, has there been something that's, that's pissed you off? This is a real one. Okay. You know, as all of us probably know in this room, um, there was a ban on abortion in mm-hmm. the States. Oh, yeah. And this is very unfortunate because, you know, I'm a... I don't want to say I'm a big fan of abortion because yeah. it's a weird thing to say, but sure. you know I definitely support it. It's yeah, like yeah. The pro you know? the pro choice decision yeah. that you support. Yeah, exactly yeah, yeah, yeah. right. Um, you know, a lot of young people, a lot of people that go through uh, very terrible situations. Mm-hmm. You know, they may get pregnant, and it's terrible that you know these uh, these people in these positions are putting yes. them in a place where you know they can't do it. And they kind of got to leave the state mm-hmm. to do it, which is mm-hmm. a lot. Especially if, what if they're you know in a teen? That's right. Can't, can't even leave the state, maybe. Totally. Um, terrible. And so, yeah, definitely terrible, fully against that. Um, but you know what? Uh, us men need to stand up as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, and by stand up, they should hold us accountable as well. Um, so if, if you're going to do that to them, masturbation is murder. <laughs> it's canceled. <laughs> masturbation is done. Boom. Every time you come... That's your child. <laughs> you toss your kids in a wastebasket or a toilet? Year. Oh. Year. <laughs> <laughs> nope, I don't do that. <laughs> no. And to those those Alabama governors. Are you stupid? Are you dumb? You're stupid. Yeah. And um <laughs> and <laughs> but men, stand up. Do your job. <laughs> do your job. Don't jack off. <laughs> For the rest of I'm doing it. Chris is doing it. <laughs> We're not doing it. We're on a masturbation. Oh, yeah. How about this? Until abortion is legal throughout the entire United States, I will not jack off. <laughs> and that's my promise to, hi- to this podcast and to his household. <laughs> to his household. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Oh, got a lot off there. Sorry, <laughs> yeah, fellas. Yeah. Sounds like it sounds like... Oh, you got Sorry, guys. Good. Got a load That's off. That's one there. off there. Oh, my gosh. Hmm. <laughs> really just let it go, hey? Yeah, man. This is what that this segment good. is for, you that know? That's good. Um, <laughs> Jonah, do you have anything you want to your chest? <laughs> yeah, obviously the, the abortion like ban in Alabama is so infuriating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we already covered that, though. Um, not to undermine it, but yeah. Um, yeah. Something that pissed me off or pissed me off this week was kind of seeing how people are flipping the language surrounding the carbon tax mm. in Canada, mm. which is so fucking 
just ignorant, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, obviously I support the carbon tax because it just puts a price on pollution and when things are more expensive, people don't buy them as much. That's so right. Yeah. People, if, people, some suddenly their, their morals change when, uh, you know, when things cost, cost money. money. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So yeah. It's, now it's not free to pollute. So hopefully we can like maintain the carbon tax and like kind of start to rally support around it yeah. in Canada, Ontario specifically, but Canada at large yeah. and the world. But, uh, yeah, the, I was reading on Twitter, just like some of the language people were using to like the propaganda Oh, yeah oh my yeah, gosh saying, they're trying to gouge you of your money i don't know so <laughs> bad, really so bad. Works, yeah. yeah go carbon tax boo everyone boo, <laughs> boo everyone still. boo twitter yeah, man boo, boo twitter boo people on twitter man no nah, fuck i love twitter yeah. <laughs> <laughs> twitter twitter is uh is just that uh you know that one um one problematic cousin who like you just have to love because it's like related by blood you know you're like ah you like hurt me so much yeah. but also i love your mashed potatoes you know? yeah. <laughs> it's yeah, so good thank Please. you for having me in your yeah, yeah exactly thank you for having me in your home thanks for playing ps4 with me you know yeah. <laughs> um, but hey i appreciate you sharing that thank you for getting that off your chest as well Navek. um yeah what what irked you what good question what has irked me um i think um you know this is the this has been been ongoing, I think, um, but um, um, yeah, for for most of our viewers, I think they're they're familiar. Not everyone, maybe, but um, you know, Navek and I, our, our ethnic identity is Sri Lankan Tamil, um, and and Tamil folks, particularly on the island, have uh, yeah have have been uh, the the victims of, of genocide. They've been the victims of a lot of oppression uh, through the, the the course of time, and uh, since the uh, the. Uh, Sunday Easter bombing attacks that have that have kind of taken place on the island. Um, not only have, have Tamils kind of continued to be persecuted, but um, you know the the, the hatred and the violence um, and kind of like disenfranchisement of like of, of Muslim folks on the island as well has, has also been very uh, troubling. And and I think it's more troubling because it's happened before and it's and it's not something that is a surprise to anyone. Um, yeah, that's yeah. Exactly, exactly. Um, so, so I think, um, you know, definitely uh, just struggling to, to kind of, I don't want to say navigate that space because I think I, I know how I feel about it. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, the kind of frustration uh, that comes with, you know, a, um, a majority group on the island just like really turning a blind eye. Um, and, you know, um, talking about diaspora groups, there you know, are, are people in Canada, um, you know, who are, are, are are pushing that agenda as well, you know, that yeah, it's like, totally. yeah, you know, these, these, these folks deserve the punishment. They deserve to be treated that way. Um, yeah. Which, which is always kind of like uh, paralyzing, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. You know, you want I the pre-workout to kick in. we're all talking about the same people. Like, yeah, exactly. All issues surround <laughs> the same group. Of people. Yeah, that's right. Um, yeah. so, uh, yeah, it's a very good point. I, I think, uh, we're, we all seem to be frustrated by, yeah. Yeah. People who, are, who think who think the same way, um, but you know, um, I'm thankful to to be able to host conversations about it. I'm thankful to continue totally. to like learn from people. Shout out Twitter, you know, yeah. love you, but I hate you. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and and you know, we're thankful for for you for for Thank joining you. us here today mm-hmm. uh, on this episode, man. Thank you yeah. again. Of course, Thank you. Uh, episode 64 has been a, an absolute treat to to get to know you better, get to know your process better, and 
and of course uh, learn more about what's to come because that's obviously something that we're super excited about whether it's poetry whether it's uh, music uh, whether it's another mural of you you know in Kensington Yo, Market because <laughs> I've seen that mural 20 times before I found out it was you so he's like, seen yeah. it and then on the way here he's like oh I was waiting uh, for that to come up yeah, he's, like, <laughs> yeah. he, he, he's like oh yeah you know I only just took in that it was Joan out there I was like yeah that's uh, that's him you know uh, but uh that uh you know we'll talk about that very briefly how did that happen okay <laughs> <laughs> uh, th- okay this uh, this guy had a picture of me it's actually such an uninteresting story but i'll tell it it's yeah. a this guy took a picture of me on a roof in kensington market the mm-hmm. year before the mural got painted never saw him again right i don't think i've still ever seen him wow. since uh and then he turned out to be friends with this mural painter who um is a friend of mine mm-hmm. or like a friend of a friend sorry right. not a friend of mine now a friend of mine in some way right. i guess he painted me 30 feet tall right 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 It'd be weird to not call him <laughs> yeah. at least an acquaintance <laughs> yeah, he knows you better yeah. than you know yourself you're like oh god sure, he studied my face <laughs> probably a little bit too. yeah um but yeah uh then a year went by and then this friend brendan uh who i think you know brendan core mm-hmm. um he sent me a facebook message with like a weird looking like photoshoppy microsoft paint yeah. rendition of like what that would look like right and he's like yo this is happening in a couple of weeks <laughs> like what the f- what do you mean this is happening yeah. in a couple of weeks like fuck off this yeah, is yeah, a yeah. weird joke <laughs> yeah, that you're yeah. for some reason playing on, Pulling the, on facebook yeah, messenger yeah. <laughs> and then lo and behold there was there it was damn so yeah. you just pulled up on it one day and you're like oh shit i pulled up on him painting it one day i was damn. like what the f- this is happening yeah wow that's mm. Yeah, it's yeah. phenomenal, and I think it's, it's always strange, a, a yeah. funny, it's always something a, a, a point of like a point of excitement, at least yeah, for for me to just be like, hey man, that's, it's, that's Jonah. Yeah, that's walking Jonah. by to like <laughs> vegetables from the market yeah, and stuff. Exactly, it's so funny. You so know, funny. while waiting in line for Hacienda's awesome. Yeah, like, yeah that's Jonah right there. Yeah, <laughs> um, but listen, man, thank you again for for joining us, and we're obviously yeah. very excited and, and very uh, proud to know you, and and, and proud to, to yeah, know feelings mutual. Yeah, yeah, that you're you're doing some pretty special things with your art. Um, we'll, we'll certainly be uh, pushing the, the music and pushing the poetry and pushing the paintings and everything that comes as uh, as they do. Um, and yeah, just very much wish you the, the best of luck as Thanks, the, the year goes on. And I'm sure this won't be the uh, the last conversation that we uh, we have here. I think so. Yeah. I think it is. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm done, I'm done yeah. here. <laughs> we're, we're never to meet again. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Um, but as always, it is I, Chris, aka Chris, aka not Chris, aka bash me outside because I don't fight, I get beat, just get beat up, aka little poopy dirt, aka Mr. Date Your Girl With You, aka Dr. <laughs> Do Too Little. You almost forgot that one. That's an important one. Aka, it's not me, it's not you. We're just going through a tough time right now. As always, I'm here with Nivek. Nivek, aka Nivek, aka Mr. Run Up on Your Girls, so he'll run away, aka the Tamil Tyrese, aka Low Couch, aka Two Cock Shaper. And we have. So fucked. Hey, RIP. RIP. As long as I say RIP, it's all good. You know? We got Jonah. This is episode 64. Everyone say bye to the camera. Goodbye.
Come up with 